Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex, and today is episode 69. We're going to be talking about adrenal fatigue and why that's not actually a thing. And for those of you listening to this, if you're like, whoa, 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 Dr. Alex, I, I, I've had that. I, I know what the thing. There is something that happens, but adrenal fatigue is not entirely an accurate picture picture of what's going on if you have low energy, if you have high stress, if you have a lot of these things. I recently listened to a workshop that was uh, taught by Ari Witten is his name, and he's written the book, The Energy Blueprint. He hosts a podcast by the same name, and he essentially was this guy who decided that he wanted to find the science and understand why adrenal fatigue was a thing. And he wanted to prove that it was a thing. And as he did his research, this happens a lot, you, you may find, you know, something that's been accepted it suddenly becomes not actually accurate. But as he did his research, he found that there was actually no connection between like the, the your adrenal glands, which sit on top of your kidney and are what help produce cortisol in your body. So when you're under stress, they produce cortisol. And, and the whole idea behind adrenal fatigue is like those get taxed out and can't function anymore. And then that's what leads to, you know, really not feeling well, having absolutely no energy, like not being able to do normal things in your day to day life. All of those symptoms are real. The physiological thing that happens is has absolutely nothing to do with your adrenal glands. So, you know, in kind of clarifying this, our adrenal glands are don't dysfunction, essentially, is what what he found more or less. What is happening is this bigger breakdown that is happening between your brain and the rest of your body and the hormones that it, you know, tells what to produce and when and all of that. So there's something called the HPA axis. And what that is, is your hypothalamus, your pituitary, which is a gland, but all of these are glands actually, but they're the hypothalamus and pituitary are in your brain and then your adrenal cortex and your adrenal gland. And the hypothalamus and pituitary are responsible for letting the adrenal gland know when it needs to produce cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and when it's okay. And we all need some level of stress hormone, some level of cortisol in our body to function normally. And that might be a conversation for a different time. But, you know, when we have the perception of a lot of stress going on in our life, we, our brain will trigger to have more of that produced and some interesting things happen. For example, you know, when your body goes into producing more cortisol, it actually takes the precursor for progesterone, which is one of our sex hormones, and will convert that into cortisol instead of progesterone. And so you end up having low progesterone. Then that can throw off your estrogen, your, you know, your ratio of estrogen and progesterone. It can throw off your testosterone. There's all this stuff that can happen. It ends up impacting your gut. It can affect how well your thyroid is functioning and how well T4 is being converted to T3 in the gut. I'm being really sciencey on this episode, but we're just going to go with it. There's all this stuff that can happen, right? And, you know, what it all really comes down to 
is, uh, in addition to that, your mitochondria, which are what actually are responsible for creating energy in your body. They're inside the, your cells. We have mitochondria. They, they form ATP, which is energy, usable energy by the body. Those can start to dysfunction and, and break down at a cellular level as well. And so we have all these pieces going on. So, you know, if you've been someone who's struggled with low energy or you know, just feeling exhausted all the time and it's not your thyroid and it's like maybe you've tested some stuff and, and nothing's showing up, the chances are it's it's more underlying this on a deeper level where there could be some sort of breakdown going on between your brain and the glands in your brain and, you know, your adrenal cortex and all that. But it also is more likely happening on a cellular level where your mitochondria aren't firing very well. And so this is something that I've actually started testing on people using that toxicity assessment I mentioned on last week's episode. So if you haven't emailed me about and you want to like check that out, maybe you have super low energy and you're just like, I don't know what's going on, but let's check some things. Let's look at that because I find a lot of women in particular, we have this breakdown that's actually on our mitochondrial level. And when you start to address that, your energy naturally starts to come up, your hormones start working better, and your cortisol production should. There's other things you have to do here too, but you know should start to normalize. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this this week in particular is um, Thursday's episode in my interview episode. I have a woman on who is like the stress expert. Okay, she's written eight books and has uh, like master's coaching degrees and PhD stuff in stress and how we you know what our bodies do with stress and how we emotionally handle stress. And the key thing here is that stress is a perception. It is something that we perceive. If you think I'm crazy, just wait for Thursday. <laughs> and we'll dive into this in, in a lot of a lot of detail. It's going to be really great. But I also just wanted to paint a picture for you. You know, this morning, this is Monday when I'm recording this, and my son was an absolute disaster when he woke up. He's almost eight. We're in the last two weeks of school, and he, you know, stayed up way too late during the weekend and just was a hot mess this morning, right? And so he's like crying on the way to school. It took me 50 minutes. We were an hour late because he was, you know, we were sitting in the parking lot. I was trying to get him out so much, like just huge emotions. You don't understand all this stuff. We finally got him in the school and they haven't called, so I'm sure he's fine, right? But you know, when we get amped up that way, he's an example of, and I, I kept saying to him, like, sweetie, you have control over your emotions. And I'm not saying bury them. I'm just saying we can make a choice in what emotions we express or how we express them. We can make a choice to deal with those emotions. But when you stay in that cycle of just ramping yourself up and everything is stressful. And so if you're starting your day there because you're, you know, opening your email right away or you know, engaging in work before you even get out of bed or constantly just thinking about your to-do list and like before you've even started the day, you're exhausted. You have to, have to, have to start to impact that because that is a big part of why you don't have any energy, of why your mitochondria aren't functioning, of why your HPA access might be completely dysfunctional and, you know, going haywire and creating all these other hormonal problems in your body. And so... I'm going to share with you like my super simple and the thing about and we talk about this you know the ways that we decrease stress or our perception of stress i should say is not by like we're never going to not have any stress right 
But the ways that we do that are by activating our parasympathetic nervous system. Parasympathetic is that rest and digest and, you know, you're chill, you're not worried about the bear trying to kill you or, or any of that stuff. And so we live so much of our lives in the total stress freak out world. And so what we have to do is we have to access yeah, access or turn on that parasympathetic side of ourselves. And one of the easiest ways to do that is breathing. It's as simple as that. It's oxygen, ladies. So what I want you to do as soon as this is over, I'm actually going to do it on here and you can join me or you can pause this and do it on your own. But you're going to take five deep breaths. And when you breathe in, you're going to breathe in for a count of five. You're going to hold it for five. And you're going to let it out for five. And you do that five times. And by the time you get through that, your perception and how stressful and chaotic or, you know, emotional or, or whatever the things are that you feel will decrease. I promise. So I would love to know how that goes for you. You can shoot me an email, dralex at emergentwomenih.com just share like how's breathing going for you right it's it's one of the without air we can only live about two minutes and it's the the big thing that i find myself included all right i i've definitely been guilty of this like just constantly taking really shallow breaths you can feel it in your chest your muscles get tight it feels terrible so we have to slow down long enough you can be sitting in your car you can be laying in bed you can be you know, walking out of a stressful situation, just take the time and take those five deep calming breaths and you will start to transform this whole perception of stress as well as physiologically what's happening in your body as a result of constantly having your brain signal stress, 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 we need more cortisol, we need more cortisol because it's when that happens that things start to break down and start to fall apart. Hopefully this serves you. I will be back on Thursday with this really awesome interview. So definitely come, you know, check out on Thursday. It'll, it'll go live and we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.